हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे
ओम नमः भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमः भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमः भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजय उदीर नष्टप्रयस्तभद्रेशु नित्यां भागवत सेवाया भागवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्ति भवती नैस्तिके Om Kanto 1 Chapter 12 Birth of Emperor Parikshit Text number today is 7 So I seek the blessing of all the Vaishnavas assembled here and online Radha Kala Chandi that is sitting with is Hare Krishna so I can speak something regarding this shloka <coughs> मतुर्गर्भागतोभीरादशापुरुषंचिध्यायमस्त्रतेजस मतुर्गर्भागतोभीरादशापुरुषंचिध्यामनोस्त्रतेजसर्भागतावीरा तदाब्रिगुनंदनादशपुरुषंचिध्यायानोस्त्रतेजसुर्गर्भागतवीर तदाशापुरुषंकांचेदाशापुरुषंकांचे दया मनोस्त्रतेजसा मतुर्गर्भागतो वीरा 
ಮಾತುರ್ಗರ್ಭಾಗತೀರಾಂ ವರ್ಡ್ ಟು ವರ್ಡ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಮಾತು ಮಾದರ್ ಗರ್ಭ ಓಂ ಗತ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಸಿಚುಯೇಟೆಡ್ ದರ್ ವೀರಾಂ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ವೈಟರ್ ಸಹ ಚೈಲ್ಡ್ ಪರೀಕ್ಷೆತ್ ತದಾ ಎಟ್ ದಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಭೃಗುನಂದನ ಓಸಾನ ಭೃಗು ತದರ್ಶ ಕುಟ್ಸಿ ಪುರುಷಂ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಲಾಡ್ ಕಾಂಚಿತ್ ಎಸ್ ಸಮನ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ದಯಾಮನ ಸಫರಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಬರ್ನ್ ಅಸ್ತ್ರ ದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾಸ್ತ್ರ ತೇಜಸ ಟೆಂಪ್ರೇಚರ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಪ್ರಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಶಿಲಾ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ O son of Bhrigu Shonaka, when the child Parikshit, the great fighter, was in the womb of his mother, Uttara, and was suffering from the burning heat of the Brahmastra, thrown by Ashwatthama, he could observe the Supreme Lord coming to him. O son of Bhrigu Shonaka, when the child Parikshit, the great fighter, was in the womb of his mother uttara and was suffering from the burning heat of the brahmastra brahmastra thrown by ashwatthama he could observe the supreme lord coming to him we see here the birth of emperor parikshit <clears throat> let's see what shila prabhupad has to say in the purport here death generally <clears throat> involves remaining in trance for 7 months a living being according to his own action is allowed to enter into the womb of a mother by the vehicle of a father's semen and thus he develops his desire body this is the law of birth in specific bodies according to one's past actions when he is awake from trance he feels the inconvenience of being confined within the womb and thus he wants to come out of it and sometimes 
Fortunately, praise to the Lord for such liberation. Maharaj Parikshit, while in the womb of his mother, was struck by the Brahmastra released by Ashwatthama and he was feeling the burning heat. But because he was a devotee of the Lord, the Lord at once appeared himself within the womb by his all-powerful energy. And the child could see that someone else had come to save him. Even in that helpless condition, the child Parikshit endured the unbearable temperature due to his being a great fighter by nature. And for this reason, the word virha, virha has been used. So, Osana Bhrigu Shaunaka, when the child Parikshit, the great fighter, was in the womb of his mother Uttara and was suffering from burning heat up from Mastra, thrown by Ashwatthama, he could observe the Supreme Lord coming to him. So here we see <clears throat> Sutta Goswami is addressing to Shaunaka Muni, O son of uh, Bhrigu Nandana. So, the sages that assembled in the forest of Naimisharanya, headed by Shonakarishi, they were asking several questions to Sutta Goswami, who had heard this Srimad Bhagavatam from Shukdev Goswami. And he is repeating to the sages, their leader was Shanakarishi, the sages assembled in the name Isharanya. So they were asking about the Bhartha Parikshit Maharaj. What did he do regarding how he, he took care of his kingdom, what happened before his death? So all these questions were there. So here we see Sutta Goswami is describing Shana Karishi that when the child Parikshit, Parikshit Maharaj was the grandson of the Pandavas. So Uttara and Abhimanyu, Abhimanyu was killed and um, Uttara was uh, carrying Parikshit Maharaj in her womb. And this Ashwatthama, he was released after he, he had killed the uh, five princes, a uh, prince. They were asleep, the Pandava's uh, son, five Putras of uh, Pandavas, and in their sleep, Ashwatthama had killed them. So he was, Dropati said, he's Brahmaputra, so uh, Brahmana's putra, so you have to um, excuse him. Brahmanas are not supposed to be treated like this. Um, you know, she was feeling pity and all that on because that is the nature of a Vaishnava and Vaishnavi. They are 
They think of others more than themselves. So Draupadi did not think of her five um, prince that were killed, the, her own five children, but she was worried about this Dronacharya's uh, son, um, Ashwatthama, because now the uh, his uh, mother, she she will be childless, and you know she was taking pity on Dronacharya's wife. She is already a widow. So here we see the climax now in this chapter. How Ashwatthama he was re- released. He did. He was just punished. The he was not killed. He was just punished by taking that money from his forehead out, and you know. But he he had that. Uh, still the envy in himself that he wanted to uh, finish off this uh, descendant of the Pandavas. Um, Parikshit Maharaj was the the only descendant of uh, Pandavas. Ashwatthama could not kill these five, uh, the Pandavas, but that he wanted to just destroy the lineage. So he did not want any more this Pandava's lineage to be there. He was so <clears throat> destructive mentality. That's why he was called Brahma Bandhu. Brahma Bandhu. He did not have any qualification of a Brahmana. So here we see how Sri Krishna, he now protects the child Parikshit, who was a great fighter here. It is said Kshatriyas are all great fighters. They never give up. They can tolerate. They they have that enduring power in them. And when Uttara's Boom was struck by this Brahmastra of Ashwatthama. Krishna immediately went inside the womb of Uttara to save Parikshit Maharaj. We see how at that time Krishna was uh, present in front of Kunti Maharani. And Kunti Maharani experienced that while he was with her, Krishna, at the same time he went in to the, you know, womb of Uttara also. See, Lord is all pervading. He can be smaller than an atom. He can be bigger than the... <clears throat> All the Brahmandas together combined, he can be, you know, bigger than that. So, Krishna can do anything. As a Paramatma, he is residing in everyone's heart, in every living entity's heart. 
So here we see the Brahmastra was a powerful weapon. So Brahmastra is a, is a subtle type of weapon. Shri Prabhupada explains that it is a <clears throat> subtle type of weapon. It's similar to the nuclear uh, uh, weapons, atomic bomb and all. But it is targeted at a specific, it targets a specific person. And um, it is, uh, this Brahmastra is produced, created by this chanting of the hymns, the mantras. So it is not uh, some gross type of material weapon. It's very powerful. And the radiation, the heat is, uh, is unbearable. And here we see Parikshit Maharaj, Viraha, he is known as Viraha. And Prabhupada says that he, he was able to tolerate that unbearable temperature due to his being a great fighter by nature. The Satriyas, if somebody is trying to attack them, by, by nature they are going to defend themselves. They are not going to just give up and go. So here we see this little child who was in the womb, he's... <laughs> His, his uh, Kshatriya nature and he is uh, <clears throat> he's trying to tolerate the, the radiation, the heat of this Brahmastra. So, when he sees Krishna in the, in the womb, when he's in the womb of Uttara, his mother, Krishna is like a size of a thumb. So Krishna adjusts according to according to the Capability of the devotee, he is always protective of his devotee. Kantiya prati janehi name bhakta prareshati. So we see he always protects his devotee. And here also Srila Prabhupada is talking about death generally involves living in trance for seven months. So we see the condition of the living entities when they are in the womb of their mother. What kind of condition they are in, the situation, the, um, the surrounding they are in the womb. It's such a tiny place in the womb of the mother and um, it's all, you know, 
blood, mucus, the worms are biting. And death is here remaining in trance for seven months. So what is death of a living entity? So the we have this gross body and we are forgetful of Krishna. And that is what is death. A deep sleep. We go into a deep sleep. That is death. Death of the body. The spirit soul is never dead. Spirit soul is eternal. So, living being according to his own action is allowed to enter in the womb of mother by vehicle of a father's semen. And thus he develops his desired body. This is the law of birth in specific bodies according to one's past actions. So here we are talking, here Srila Prabhupada is explaining about how we get these different kinds of body in 8,400,000 species of life. One life after another we are getting. So is the soul, is there any change in the soul? Um, soul doesn't go through any change. It is, it is spirit soul. It's eternal. And um, the changes are due to the, uh, are taken place in the, in our body. The six changes that a body goes through. It's born, then it uh, grows, it develops, it um, reproduces, it uh, stays for some time, and then it dwindles and it is, it vanishes in the oblivion. So, people who are very much attached to this body and does not make a solution of their life to get get out of this material existence, the conditioned souls, thinking that they are the product of this material world and trying to lord it over this material nature, they they get very bewildered and under the clutches of this Maya Shakti, they try to <clears throat> lord it over this material nature. And according to our past karma, we are getting, um, past karma is our activities, the desires we have. One desire, the very strong desire we have is to enjoy. But we don't know the definition of enjoyment. We think by separating ourselves from Krishna, we can enjoy. That is an illusion. Because Krishna is our seed-giving father. We are coming from him. We are part and fragmental part and parcel of Krishna. So our main business, our occupation is to serve our Parampita, our father. But here we come in this uh, different bodily forms we get and we try to think this is our family, this is our father, this is our mother. But we have to understand where our father and mothers are coming from. And then we get very attached when we come into this material existence. We get very attached to whatever we come in contact in this material world. 
we become very attached, whether it is a family, whether it is wealth, whether it is a wife, whether it is <clears throat> wine, whatever. We are attached. We get attached. Uh, and gradually what we do, we try to destroy ourselves. The destruction of ourself is that we are getting this birth, death, repeated birth and death. So um, Lord Kapila's instruction <clears throat> on the wanderings of the living entities we see in uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, the Supreme Lord said, because of its karma, the living entity guided by the Lord enters through the <clears throat> particle of semen of a man, the womb of a <clears throat> woman, in order to dwell there for obtaining a body. So, so the individual soul after his death is put into the womb of a mother where he gets a particular type of body under the supervision of superior power. So we see Krishna is, uh, when he creates this material uh, nature, he throws in the living entities. The souls, the souls are coming from Krishna. At the time of annihilation, the final annihilation, that the, every the living entities are in the body of Mahavishnu, and the liberated soul, those who want to get out of this material existence, they go to their dham of Krishna by Kunta or Golok Bindavan. So. <clears throat> The scientists, they think that, you know, the living entities are taking birth with the combination of this uh, mothers, fathers, you know, the, uh, the com combination. But actually the souls are put in the womb of a, a particular mother by the arrangement of the material nature. So we see that... Uh, According to our karma, if we have done uh, Ashurik karma, we will be put in the lowest region of this planetary system. If we have done some pious activities, we are going to have a very um, pious uh, life, like uh, getting a life of Brahma <laughs> or residing with, in Brahma Lok. But after the pious activities are over, the punyas are finished, then again we have to come to this material world to again start from ABCD. <laughs> so, this is, uh, we are just going in this material world, sometimes in the upper region, sometimes in the middle planetary, and sometimes the lower planetary. But we are, the main solution of human life is to surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna. And how can a person uh, do that? We can do it <clears throat> by association of devotees in Krishna consciousness, by hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, and gradually we can advance in uh, our Krishna consciousness. 
first we have to seek the association of persons who are in Krishna consciousness and who engage in the devotional service. Satam prasangam mamavirya samvido bhavanti rit karna rasayan katha tajyasho nadasu aparvarga vartamani. In association of pure devotees, discussions, uh, pastimes and activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is very pleasing and satisfying to the ear and heart. By cultivating such knowledge, one gradually becomes advanced on the path of liberation and he frees himself and the attraction becomes fixed. Then real devotion and devotional service begins. Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma Na Sochati Na Kangshati so we have to understand that where we are coming from and where we are going. <clears throat> that we are part of the Param Brahma. And um, we have, Krishna is a person we have to understand. And when we serve Krishna um, in loving, transcendental, loving relation with Krishna, we serve him. Then we get established in our Swarup, Jivera Swarup Hai Krishna Nityadas. So our constitutional position is to serve the lotus feet of the Lord. The lotus feet of the Lord can save us from all the danger and protect us from this material existence. There is repeated birth and death. We don't have to come and take this material body. We are <clears throat> part of Sachitananda. Krishna is Sachitananda. So we have to participate in the service of Sachitananda. Then only we will uh, we can feel the ananda. Otherwise, it's all waste of time. In material world, we try to seek ananda through different, through artha, through wealth, through different ways we are trying to get ananda. You know, but that is not, that those are temporary ananda with the Finishing of the body, which is called death, you know, the gross body, wherever it has come from, the five elements, <clears throat> uh, the body is built and the subtle elements are there. The gross body goes back to <clears throat> the earth and we carry the subtle body, man buddhi, ahankar, we have this. So when we have the real ahankar that we are servant of the Lord, then this false ego does not work in us. The false ego is the, this ahankar is the cause that the free will we have and we have this independence, little bit minute. We want to lord it over this material existence. So, 
from Brahma to the highest uh, Brahma Lok to the lowest planet in material world, all are places of misery where there is repeated birth and death. Abrahma Bhuvana Loka Punar Avartino Arjuna Mamupatyate Kantiya Punar Janmana Vidyate. So but one who attains to my abode, O son of Kunti, never takes birth again. So how Krishna is trying to take claim his devotees back uh, to Godhead. Is very merciful. So we have to seek a <clears throat> guidance under a bona fide spiritual master who can <clears throat> guide us in this uh, Krishna consciousness and the devotees, the pure devotees of Lord who are all, always engaged um, in Krishna Katha Machitta madgata prana bodhayante parasparam kathayantasamanitam tushtan teacher raman teacher. They are always parasparam. They are talking Krishna katha and they are always uh, enlivening each other with Krishna katha. So yesterday's class was I was listening the spiritual food, spiritual shelter. That's what we need. <clears throat> The material shelter, material food <clears throat> is not what we need. We need spiritual food, prasadam. And also the food for the soul is, uh, what is uh, the real food for the soul? <clears throat> Krishna is then in his prasadam, in everything Krishna is existing. So our spiritual thirst is to connect with Krishna. So he has given us this beautiful um the material creation to do our bhakti bhakti yoga <clears throat> so you bad children you have decided to enjoy with, without me okay but he is so merciful he has given us this material <clears throat> nature where he has provided with everything brahma has, is the second engineer he is Nicely created everything for us. We we are breathing nice air. Of course, now it is polluted air there. But still, without the mercy of Krishna, we cannot exist. The life that is there, the life force that is Krishna. The material body is not what we are. The life force that is inside us that what's matter and that that he doesn't want to work 9 to 5 or 9 to 10 nowadays <laughs> or 9 to 12 or 9 to 2 a.m. 3 a.m. the work material works are going on in this material world but one who has sincerely cultivated under the guidance of a spiritual bona fide spiritual master the or the senior devotees who are engaged in devotional activities of the Lord, then we can, uh, you know, uh, depend on Krishna. He gives everything to his uh, devotees. 
That doesn't mean the devotees are asking Krishna, he me this. The pure devotees are not interested in material <coughs> acquisitions. They are, their mind is fixed on seeing Krishna, loving Krishna, being with him. That's the nature of the pure devotee. They are exhausted with these material possessions. All, whatever it is called in material world, whether it is attachment or whether it is their self, whether it is their, um, the uh, expensive car they have or the home or whatever you name it in this. They are not attached to it. They are using it in service of the Lord. And a stage comes when they are, they want to also serve the fallen souls of this material world. So the Acharyas, the Goswamis, they have <clears throat> left all this um, spiritual, the Vedic scriptures for us to take advantage of it. Vyasadev, so he has uh, compiled this, the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, this literary incarnation of Lord Vyasadev. So all the um, nectarian lilas are uh, present. So we have to just these nine processes we have just by doing shravanam attentively one can achieve the desired result of the devotional perfection. Like Parikshit Maharaj. We cannot imitate uh, Parikshit Maharaj. Seven days, no food, no sleep, no nothing. Just Krishna Katha. But at least Srila Prabhupada and the Acharyas were very kind. They have given us prasadam because they know in the Kali Yuga we are not, we won't be able to <coughs> fix our own. When Ekadasi comes, you know, it's a, <coughs> you know, but the, for the pure devotees, these austerities are, <coughs> for them it is a, um, pleasurable thing. But uh, the ones that are not devotees, for them it is troublesome following Ekadasi and all these things, you know. <clears throat> so, I will end here. Uh, there is some more to this shloka, but I would leave. There are many senior devotees here who can add something to this purport. I have Narutam Dash <laughs> Prabhu who is <laughs> trying to leave. So he is there. Then I have uh, Mishra Bhagavan Das Prabhu. Then there are also other devotees. Jason Prabhu is there. And I don't know the Prabhu who is here sitting beside Mishra Prabhu. So, if you all have any comments, any clearance, any correction, uh, thank you very much. So, any com Prabhu has some comments, addition, or Mishra Prabhu can first speak and then. A lot of people in this country, they take shelter of the material food rather than the spiritual food because it seems like the 
easy, quick solution to their problems. Just like when they want to get going in the morning, a lot of people would rather have a cup of coffee or a big gulp full of coffee rather than take the time and trouble to come to the temple and chant their rounds and attend the programs. So how, how can uh, people understand that, that spiritual life, Christian consciousness is there, is the the foundation or like gives them the ability to be successful in life when rather than uh, material things. Very nice question. <clears throat> what I understand is that when we are in this material world, naturally we are attracted um, to the things that are reverse of spiritual life. Uh, coffee, yes, they are attracted to having coffee. Um, but the time is given to each and every individual that we can take our time to um, clear our anarthas. It doesn't happen in one day. We have to understand like uh, why Srila Prabhupada said even tea, coffee, is not good. So nowadays we have in America and other places now uh, decaffeinated. <laughs> Why caffeine is not good for us? So it's uh, <clears throat> not good for our system. Just like onion, garlic, it agitates, it, it, it creates agitation. Uh, you know, so these are health signs and um, Krishna conscious is a a spiritual science that includes health science, um, consciousness, uh, the science of consciousness. It includes uh, the eating habits um, and the purification process that we go through. Um, the main thing that when we get this material body, we are uh, we have to have food that are not in mode of ignorance and passion. So if we take those food, then our senses, which are material senses, when we come to this material world, our senses are material at that time. So when it's, it's not spiritualized, so we are trying, like a child, he's, when he is nine months or, uh, uh, or after he's out of the womb of mother, nine months or ten months, some some ch children can start walking at a very early age. So slowly they are taking steps. The mother helps them to uh, take the steps, and finally they are on their own. They can walk on their own. Similarly, when we are practicing uh, this our spiritual life, we have to, we have a responsibility uh, of uh, doing our spiritual services uh, and also uh, give this, share the nectar of spiritual life with others so that 
the the ignorance that we have in us the avidya the the knowledge we don't have that we living beings we are supposed to have the food in mode of goodness in the beginning we will have any kind of food doesn't matter but when we come in contact with the temple in krishna consciousness like prabhupad said the prasadam because the food is spiritualized and when we have spiritualized food uh, we have finer uh, tissues that, uh, in uh, the brain works nicely our body is developed well but when we are eating the food that are not in goodness then um, you know our thinking gets degraded our body is not well developed yeah people say you are in krishna consciousness but you all are having so many um, sicknesses of course when we have taken this body we are not immediately purified it can take bahunam janmanan ante gyanavam mam prapadyante vasudevam sarvam iti sar mahatma sudurlava so it is not one day uh, affair some we, where we have left in our spiritual life every living entity they have a connection with the lord and the, with krishna and uh, we start the next birth we take the material body we get we start from there again if we have not come in contact with any devotees in our previous life at least we have krishna uh accompanying us as a super soul as a parmatma he is residing beside our heart what can be better than that so he is always warning us don't do this don't do that the but we are very reluctant we want to say no 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 we want to do it so krishna allows it also he allows also because he doesn't mess with our free will so krishna consciousness is not some enforcement of something that you have to fix your mind in some yoga process it's a loving relation you know when we come into that uh, understanding that you know what is good for me anything krishna is telling in this shrimad bhagavatam bhagavad gita uh, it's for our good for our good so like um, now we are having this uh, gita marathon 14th of uh, december according to the tithi uh, the advent of bhagavad gita krishna spoke uh, bhagavad gita to arjuna at what time of uh, what was the situation he was giving this uh, knowledge of bhagavad gita to arjuna in the middle of the battlefield middle of the battlefield nowadays anybody can think that when the war is going to take place and somebody is going to give some spiritual lecture and they are kind of very nicely going to stand and listen <laughs> so so in kali yuga this is the age you know we are living kali yuga which is full of fault all doshas are there but one good thing is that that 
chanting of the holy name is there, which can save us from all the dangers in this world. So we don't have to um, keep thinking too much about how, <clears throat> whether I'm chanting very attentively. Just chant as your Guru Maharaj has told you. Do the things instructed by him. Forcefully we cannot do anything. You know. So the, it takes time. The mind is, is very, very, uh, turbulent. It is very, it's, uh, you know, even it is, uh, you know, greater than the wind even. Chanchala Himana Krishna. So the mind is always, flickering, always wanting to do something, you know, which is not good for us. But when the senses are controlled, how do we control our senses? By artificial way? No. By service of the Lord, we can fix our mind. In the service of Lord, we can do our day-to-day chores of life. But keeping Krishna in the center of our life we can practice this sadhana chart and gradually we will uh, become purified in the association of devotees. So, does that answer? <laughs> I tried to answer some. Okay, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna Mataji, thanks for the wonderful, nice uh, scriptural references. Uh, with your permission, uh, I would like to offer two comments and then I have two questions. Yes, please. Uh, the first comment is, uh, you know, Prabhupada says that uh, death is like a trance. And when one Maharaj Sanyasi, he came to Houston, uh, I offered a title for his lecture. And I said, Moksha Se Ashubhat, Escape from Dystopia. And he said, that's very provocative. you know. So I was thinking while listening to the class, that same topic can be reworded as from trance to entrance. So we are sleeping in the trance of Maya, yes. but our uh, ultimate realization is entrance to Goloka Dham, you know, yes. entrance yes. into Krishna consciousness. So this purport reminded me of that uh, topic, I think, you know, uh, some devotees can give a lecture on from trance to entrance. Okay. That is my first comment. Uh, the second comment is uh, Parikshit. He got the name Parikshit because Ikshit means yes, scrutiny. Ikshit is to see. So after he was born, every visitor that came to see him, he was looking at their face to see if this is the personality that Yes. Paid me a visit in the womb. So that is how he got the name Parikshit. Because this verse, you know, references Dadarsha, to see. Dadarsha, that. So he sees for the first time. That's how I thought, you know, it's good to point out Parikshit got the name Parikshit. Yes. So now to the two questions. Uh, Prabhupada says that death is a seven-month sleep. So I think that uh, Prabhupada is referring to the gestation period of that the human is. child. Yeah. But... When we are in the womb of mother also. Yeah. yeah. 
what if I am born an elephant? You know, the gestation period is longer. So, does that account for that? Or is it, Srila Prabhupada is referring the fact that if, if you are born human, and then the next birth you are born human again, and then you are born human again, then it is seven months? Or, you know, is it, uh, does it vary with the womb you enter into? You know, if it's in a dog's womb, it's not seven months. If it's in an elephant's womb, it's not seven months. So, that is my first question. Uh, would you like to clarify that? Yeah, in human form, we have the consciousness, actually. And the consciousness is created in the womb of the mother uh, at, a, I think, five months or four, four months in the womb of mother, the consciousness takes place. So... Uh, the arms and legs they first start developing um, from the womb then the hair, nail all these things come up and I think the consciousness is in the fourth or fifth month I guess the third kind to it is there Actually, this seven month uh, in the womb of mother remaining in trance because it is relating to um, Parikshit Maharaj. He being a child, he was in the womb of mother and suffering over there. So death is a, um, uh, death is a deep sleep. That's what, what is it that Shushipta? The deep sleep, uh, you know, we are uh, jagrata, we are awake, then uh, we are in a dreaming state, swapna, and then we are shushupti, shushupti. So shushupti is the trance here. That's what I understand, shushupti. It's not a trance that yogis are in trance, not that samadhi. This is regarding the death as samadhi that, you know, we are... At that time, if we are in deep sleep, the consciousness is not there at that time. Like the material body is death, the spirit soul lives, so there is no consciousness in the body. The body is up. The body has got nothing to do with that soul anymore. You understand that part? That's what is my understanding here. And yes, you go ahead and then we can. Thank you, Mataji. Uh, the second question, yes. so in the purport, Srila Prabhupada says that uh, Parikshit mm. is an unalloyed devotee of the Lord. Yes. Uh, I would like to understand the basis of that statement. Uh, is Parikshit considered, Is I mean, did, did Bhagavan Krishna save Lord Parikshit because he wanted him as an instrument to, you know, to propagate Srimad Bhagavatam? Yes. Or is he considered a devotee because he is a descendant of pure devotees like the Pandavas and Draupadi. He's a descendant in, the, in that you know lineage of devotees. Or is there a backstory because he he's just he's yet to be born. So how is he classified as an unalloyed devotee? Is there a backstory to King Parikshit's life? Well, Parikshit's backstory, uh, the only thing is that he is coming from the lineage of this Pandavas. 
and he has a great lineage and they can rule the <clears throat> uh, world better than anybody else so these we, we understand here from Srila Prabhupada's purpose that uh, it's all plan of Krishna you know when he is in this world coming personally he has the plan he comes with his devotees and he wants the devotees to uh, take take care of the other living entities, teach them this Bhagavad Dharma. You know, the ideal king, like we have read in the previous, that, you know, like Yudhishthir, why Yudhishthir, Krishna wanted Yudhishthir to become the emperor. It was all Krishna's plan. The battle of Kurukshetra was fought because Krishna wanted you know, the Pandavas were not inclined to uh, fight with their kinsmen, the relatives or the others, but it was the plan of Krishna because he wanted to uh, sthapana, dharma sthapana, sambhavami yuge yuge. Uh, he wanted to uh, <clears throat> annihilate the miscreants, uh, reestablish religion and claim his devotees back. That is protection. Krishna doesn't want us to live in this material world. Whoever uh, wants to surrender to Krishna, Krishna is saying, okay, come. The ones they want to live here, okay, you be there. But then again, he gives us the chance. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the, the most merciful incarnation of Krishna, he came. He didn't say Sarva Dharman Parityaja Mamai Kampana Sharanam Raja. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not say that. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that chant the holy name, Shankirtan, congregational chanting of the holy name. You know? No, right away in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says Sarva Dharman Parityaja Mamai Kam Sharanam Raja. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very merciful. Because he could understand the mood of mood of the people that are going to be there in this fallen age, Kali Yuga. So he didn't come with any weapon even, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He came, his astra was Harinam Shankirtan. That's the weapon he was, he came with. Yes, go ahead, Prabhu. Yeah, no, thank you, Mataji. Yeah, that, that is all. Hare Krishna. Yeah, we we see. Yes, uh, somebody else. Hare Krishna. Dandabhat pranam to everybody, all the devotees over here present. Uh, nice class. <clears throat> I have two comments. Uh, the first comment is that. Um, 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 is that we um, write from one of the instructions that I get from here, uh, the sloka, is that we have to always be um, thinking of Krishna right from our childhood. Uh, Over here, Krishna is... uh, um, there in Parikshit, uh, in Uttara's womb, 
and trying to save Parikshit Maharaj. But there is also another point over here that I, uh, re- uh, that is my realization, is uh, that we have to be, we get protected by Lord Krishna right from our childhood. And uh, because uh, later on in life, we are not going to be able to do anything without his help. If we act independently, then we are going to definitely be in trouble. So the the knowledge over here that is given is that uh, one should always um, uh, try to practice like Prahlad Maharaj, um, the spiritual um, the devotional path he has to accept right from childhood. And uh, we have to understand that without Krishna's uh, mercy, we are not going to be able to progress in life. So we have to hold his hand and uh, move on in our life. That is one. And the other one is that we have to get materially exhausted which is akinchana uh, gocharan. Unless and until we get materially exhausted, we are not going to be able to uh, get into Krishna consciousness. That is what Kunti Mataji said. So that those are the two comments that I wanted to share with everybody. Very good. Thank you. So, yeah, Krish- these are all Krishna's family. Actually, Pandavas, Krishna was in uh, Pandavas' family. And naturally, <laughs> Krishna, uh, like if we are in Krishna conscious, we are also in Krishna's family. When we <clears throat> nicely practice, follow Srila Prabhupada, um, <clears throat> we are also protected from Maya. Our spiritual life is very much protected. Because Maya... <clears throat> But Prabhupada always uh, warns us that we should be uh, careful about Maya. You know, Maya Shakti is very powerful. It can um, just control anyone who are uh, who does not have uh, specially faith in the <clears throat> devotional services of this. Krishna consciousness, those who are not uh, <clears throat> serving the devotees. When we are serving that, sometimes in the material sense, it might look Krishna is not protecting us. You know, but uh, devotional service is not <clears throat> um, asking some, uh, I mean, when we are chanting our rounds, doing our deity service, in the temple or in our home, wherever serving the devotees, if we are not uh, <clears throat> uh, some devotees, I have gone through these questions several times. They say that, you know, <clears throat> we are losing everything, you know, as far as material uh, <laughs> things are concerned when we are in Krishna consciousness. some In some cases it has happened. But Krishna will give you whatever is required for your spiritual life. He will 
provide you with the necessities that is required for you. And uh, he will take away that are not um, good for your uh, spiritual life. So the ultimate good is there in uh, Krishna's consciousness and Krishna's service. Yes, Prabhu. All right, Krishna, thank you so much for the class. Uh, so I had two questions. Uh, one was, how do we materially exhaust ourselves? And, uh, and the second was, it just recently came to my attention that uh, attraction and aversion uh, are two sides of the same coin, as it says in Bhagavad Gita. But um, that attraction and aversion... Um, to something material is the same. So how can we transcend this uh, this state of aversion to something material? Uh, first question was... Uh, how do we materially exhaust ourselves? Okay. Materially exhaust means using everything in the service of Krishna. Attachment to Krishna's lotus feet is detachment from the material things. So it is not, we don't believe in Falgu Vairagya, you know, Yukta Vairagya. Engage everything in service of Lord. <clears throat> so, when we get little matured in our spiritual life, we understand what are the things Krishna wants, you know. And what is necessary uh, for our uh, sustenance for our living. Do we need this? Do we need that? Do we, you know, Srila um, Prabhupada, I think it was Srila Prabhupada who was mentioning that the, um, a person who was in his deathbed, he is asking for another four days extra or four months something <laughs> extra from the doctor because he has unfinished work in this material world, his business. And also, his state of consciousness at the time of death is that uh, how, if he leaves now, how is that business going to go on? And there is also a beautiful story when this person is in his deathbed, the doctor is telling that, you know, he doesn't have much time to leave. All his family members gather to see him. And he's saying, oh, my wife is here, my children are here. Uh, and even that uh, assistant who was working in the business, he is also here. Who is taking care of the business, you know? So this, just imagine the attachments we have. So we don't have to force, like I said, to get out of it. It happens when we are matured in our spiritual life, we know, we are using everything in Krishna's service. The car we have, nice car we are using for Krishna's service. Like we had uh, Jagannath Baladev Shubhadra, this Rathe Yatra parade in a sports car. So Krishna can use everything. <laughs> because due to COVID, we didn't have the Rath, you know, <laughs> the chariot out. But we, Krishna made an arrangement that he wants to be in the sports car. So somebody took you know, brought the sports car and Krishna, uh, Jagannath Baladev Shubhadra, they went on sports car. So, 
everything we see in this material world, we should understand that it belongs to Krishna. And when we uh, use it in his service, uh, we don't lose anything. We gain from that. Gain in the sense, not material gain. In case of Pandavas and all we are seeing, but the devotees, they are not looking for that gain. But it automatically follows. It automatically follows the uh, devotees, you know, the gains, the whatever they want. Krishna, like uh, we have Sudama Vipro, you know, how he was, he didn't even have um, a morsel of grain some days uh, to feed his family or for himself. He's still chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So what did uh, his wife said that your friend is, uh, you know, he he's uh, uh, Krishna, who is uh, uh, who is all opulent, uh, everything he has got. So go and ask for uh, some thing from him. So here Sudama goes, and when he sees Krishna. Uh, what is Rukmini Devi and Krishna, they are washing Sudama's feet, you know, with uh, the water, you know, Pada Seva, they are doing of Sudama. And Sudama has forgotten what he has come for. He's so happy seeing Krishna. He's so happy seeing Krishna. And when he did not even ask what his wife had asked for, he goes back very chanting, very nicely, humbly, he's going back to his village. And then he cannot recognize what his village has turned into. All the residential homes have turned into all palaces like. That is Krishna. You know, that is Krishna. You know, he, he can give you the whole world if he wants, but does pure devotees, they would, uh, the devotee of Lord, do they want the whole world and no Krishna? No. They want Krishna. So here we have this creation is uh, also coming from Krishna. And um, the creation is coming from Krishna. We have to understand this is his creation. Maya Shakti is his. Devi hi guna mai mama maya durattaya. So this uh, uh, Devi Shakti is also his. You know, Maya Shakti is his. So uh, all we have to is Krishna is telling that you know, you will be, the Maya Shakti cannot get you when you are in Krishna consciousness. But we are so conditioned in this material world, when we come in contact with the material world, these three modes of material nature, is it starts working very nicely on us. You know, even in goodness, we get very, <coughs> you know, puffed up that, oh, I'm, I'm doing so well, you know, whether you have nice gyan or you have a lot of wealth, you, you become very puffed up even in goodness. But Krishna consciousness is like, carries one from these uh, three modes and puts him in the transcendental um, mode that is, you know, the Vishuddha Sattva, that is pure goodness. So, we don't have to chant our rounds or do our service and think, 
am I in, you know, pure goodness now? You know, it will come in association of devotee. We can uh, see how they are doing and uh, when we serve them, the humility of service and thinking whenever somebody is telling us something, you know, instructing us, you know, we take it and we see that whether it is bona fide, the instruction that we have got. So devotees also have different levels. We are all in neophyte stage, like Srila Prabhupada says. We we don't, we should never say that we are Madhyamadhikari or, you know, we have become, we are all in neophyte stage. So we have to help each other. And the services that come uh, across us, uh, we should not be very judgmental about what service we are getting. You know, it's very difficult, of course, because this ahankar, the false ego, works very nicely with us. You know, it says that, you know, you have done your master's degree in this chemistry or whatever. Why are you sweeping the floor of the temple, you know? That's not your job. So the mind is going to tell us that, you know, the false ego is the senses are running after the sense object and the mind reserves all that, you know. So how do we control this mind, you know? This controlling of mind is chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. I was hearing my Guru Maharaj, he was saying that it is, somebody is saying, I don't chant um, properly. So Guru Maharaj said, whether you are chanting properly, improperly, doesn't matter. It is better than not chanting. <laughs> so so it's, it's a, I guess uh, any other person here wants to say something. I think we have crossed the time. It's almost breakfast time. Grantaraj, you had any question? Grantaraj, Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Samaveda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai.